1: we really glad that you're our friend. Let me- a little bit of the bubbly the monday night messiah for the love of god stay away from the (laughs)
2: Gentlemen, welcome back to the two hundred and sixty-first edition of the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney, and we are all here, back up in your earballs. Myself, the scientist, and the phenomenally fresh and also oh funky AJ Belaz. Gentlemen, we are already into February. Can you believe it? Uh, Twenty twenty-one. We're about almost six weeks in already. Like times are flying, aren't they?
3: It's kind of bittersweet because I we I want to get this you know, the whole pandemic thing over with as fast as possible. So I, I think the, the faster, the better, but unfortunately it's, yeah, it's man. January was just gone. <laughs> I don't
2: you
1: know, know how you every, that. I,
2: every year is kind of like that being a football fan though. Right. I mean, you get to the playoffs and you're like, basically the whole week is just waiting to watch the playoffs, whether your team is in it or not, if you're a big enough football fan, but if you happen to be one of the Blaz brothers this year and they deserve it, they're Buccaneers fans. No one chooses to be Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans that live in New Jersey except for these crazy sons of bitches. But they stuck with them. They're not bandwagoners, and they get what they deserve for their great fanship. They get to have their team in a Super Bowl, and that's coming from a Green Bay Packer fan. So I'm very happy for you. What are your plans this weekend for the Super Bowl before we actually talk about the game a little bit later on?
4: I mean, the plans are probably just – they're most likely going to be stay home – Get like pizza, wings,
2: drink some beer. Or so like movie um, that, like the movie called You, Me, and Dupree, it's gonna be. Can you the bottle and TV? Pretty much, yeah.
4: But I also know up in North
2: Jersey there's
4: a uh, bar we might go to it. I don't know. We'll see. It's actually a Buccaneers bar up in North cool. Jersey. See, that's kind of cool. Because nice. for some re- for some reason, whenever we're like, oh yeah, we gotta go to like the local mart if you're from here, Wawa, and get some things around there. I don't know why, but randomly, out of nowhere, it's just like, so how long have you been a Bucks fan? And Andrew will respond, like, since, like, the 90s, and I'll just be like, I, I kind of followed it because of him, so, like, 2004-ish, 2005, and it was like, oh, so so you're actually authentic, like, you, you-, you had to suffer through Chris Sims and... And, and uh, frickin' eh, not really suffer with Jeff Garcia, but, you know, Garcia, Sims, Freeman, Winston. So, it, it's kind of nice being the uh, being the pretty girl at the prom all of a sudden.
2: There you go. Well, enjoy it. Soak up the au jus, if you will, of the sporting fandom goodness. Uh, episode 261 this week, folks. Before we get into it, do me a favor, open it up. Open up your internet browser. Excuse me. I'm like half a beer in only. Open up your internet
3: browser. Those tacos are getting to you. <laughs>
2: and, he- and apparently open up a beer. A good- yeah. Well, check out my Twitter feed if you want to. They're bringing up the tacos. The show, we started a little late. I mean, it's going to be on regular time for you guys. But I had to run and go get some tacos. Brand new place. I put up some pictures. The Tacos are excellent. If you're in southeast Wisconsin, check it out. Speaking of checking things out, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash shot. Buy yourself a brand new ChairShot t-shirt. Make yourself look more aesthetically pleasing. Something there for everybody. And speaking of something for everybody, head on over to TheChairShot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. We got your back, Jack. And remember, always use your head. DP, what's happening this week on episode 261? Well... Well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show.
3: For Andrew Belez and AJ
2: Belez. it's the Super Bowl. She She. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm gonna throw Greg under the bus too because me and him were working on a <laughs> whole. project. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You guys just going to make people laugh. Sorry, Greg, just making people laugh. He won't care. We were working on a little project. I had an idea for something, and it ended up being good timing. It's going to fill in a spot that that we need to fill in, which is great. I don't want to give too much away. But we had a conversation about how each of us became wrestling fans and how we grew into wanting to do a podcast and then how this became a website and how we've grown this website into something that's been even greater. We thank everybody for their listenership. ChairShot Radio Network's listenership was up almost 100%, like, recently so i don't want to get into too much specifics but you guys are listening and we appreciate it you're listening to everything so we thank you guys i just want to start right there in thanking all of our listeners so uh check out that podcast you'll know when you see it and uh i hope you enjoy it all right this week on the show we're going to talk about that super bowl but not until we get our royal rumble thoughts in after what i thought was an excellent royal rumble we're going to hit trivia as usual and a last call nwa style Nick Aldis made some comments. Let's check out what our opinions are on his opinion, man. DPP, ring the bell. I think it's all of our favorite pay-per-view of the year. At least it's within WWE, the Royal Rumble. I'm going to start right with AJ. Just give me your overall thoughts on the show. I I know I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I enjoyed every single match.
4: I mean, I enjoyed every single match, too. Some things were a little hit or miss, like Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns thing with the the handcuff spot Whoa. where the ref, ref gets knocked out. Eight. Oh, that's clever. The ref can't count if he's down. Paul Heyman comes with the key. A new ref comes. One, two, three, four, five. And just stops.
0: Okay. Well,
2: that's why he was sure. the second ref. That's why it was the second ref. He was originally yeah. the first ref, and then they go through a checklist right before, like five hours before the event, and like they're like, "Okay, uh, striped shirt, cool, black <laughs> pants, got it. Haircuts pretty good. Um, when the guy, when they're in the ropes for more than what? How many? Five seconds. Okay, you got it, perfect. Um, three count: one, two, three. Yep, perfect. And then now count to ten. Now count to ten. All right. Yep, one, two, three. Four. Five. What? What's after? What's after? Oh, five? What? oh, oh crap. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, we're, you're back up. You're back up. You're going to come out after. That's fine. That's kind of how that went.
4: Oh, he he just thought that the little. OK, no, that makes sense. The pillar was actually the ropes. That's what he thought. OK,
2: no, he didn't know how to count past five. That's why he <laughs> oh, was the no. second ref, And then eventually <laughs> he had to come out anyway. And they're like, oh, shit.
3: <laughs> this is a Monty Python Holy but... Grail skit, right? One, yes. two, five. Three. Three.
4: <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you you can see me nitpick a little bit here or there. The Royal Rumble matches I liked a lot. There's, again, you can nitpick a lot of things. Goldberg and Drew, you know, was a Goldberg match. The I apologize because I didn't see the, uh, the pre-show match at all with the... Uh, Women's tag titles.
3: It was exactly what you thought it would be. You knew you knew Ric yeah. Flair and Lacey Evans were going to get involved. And the title change happened, which I didn't see coming, but you knew they were going to yeah. get
4: involved. Then, uh, then the SmackDown Women's Championship with Carmella and Sasha, that was a good match. The Women's Royal Rumble, that was a fantastic match. I'm not even going to deny that. And then Edge... With the with the Miracle, the OMG. I know I'm not really giving that much insight because you can go check out my Royal Rumble results and review on thechairshot.com. Nice
3: plug. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I You know, the opening with Goldberg and McIntyre was pretty cool, and it was exactly what we all said it needed to be for McIntyre. Did you guys think Goldberg looked like he looked old. I mean, like he's been in shape. His last matches, like he looked a little more ripped. This one, he did not look like he was ready for this or something. Like
2: it well, looked like he, he had lost to switch it. over to the Brock. Le- yeah, he didn't. He, he, <laughs> he had, had the Brock Lesnar shorts. Um, <laughs> what I took away from it more so than anything was, I mean, I don't expect him. he's still, he still looks better than ninety-five percent of the people that professionally wrestle at at least an. MLW level right you know what I'm saying like and not to pick on MLW right but like the 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 bottom of the top echelon okay maybe that's mm. not even MLW maybe that's someone below that too but you know what I'm trying to say right like he's still literally, in great- literally
4: I'm pretty sure the only person who's in better shape than Goldberg in MLW is Alexander Hammerstone and that's it
2: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying right but the DP's point I get it he was this physical god to me it more so, it was like, does Goldberg do anything that's not awkward? Like, he couldn't cut the promo to start the feud. He comes out and looks awkward. He, he wears things that make him look awkward. He wrestles awkward. And none of that bothered me until after the match where he awkwardly congratulated Drew McIntyre with an awkward hug. What's wrong with this, this? Is there someone that's just like has a voodoo doll with Goldberg and something against them that we're like, you know what, fuck this guy, watch this, awkward, awkward, <laughs> awkward. Like, what's going on, DP? I swear to God, we have to get we have, we have three more matches coming in the next year and a half from this
3: fucker. Sure, hope not. I hope they say <laughs> okay, it's fine. Or have his retirement match at WrestleMania and just you, can, you know what, we're good. You, we don't we don't need the rest of those matches that you contractually signed up for. It's fine. And every time, and this is, is it not every match with Goldberg, we say this, same thing. He Like, oh, he knocked himself out trying to do his spear. He can't do the jackhammer because he can't, he can't get a guy up for the suplex and hold him there anymore. It just, it doesn't, it's fine. He's 54 years old. Like, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be doing this. Sorry, he shouldn't. But, I, you know, but in, but in the match wise, like it. Like I said, it was what it needed to be, right? It needed to be a McIntyre, like, just
2: quick hitter. He wins this match decisively, and and he moves on, you know? The problem is, is Goldberg is not even in that good of shape anymore to be able to carry out what they were trying to do. They were trying to put over Drew McIntyre by saying that Goldberg is so good still that he can kick out of a claymore. Like, right? Like, he's still this guy that's so good, but they still can't get that first part of the match right. You can't convince me anymore that he's capable of even hanging with these guys, right? So, yeah. it's it's different. It's so much different than when Hogan would do it and when Flair would do it because Hogan could still control the match and do the same thing he always did without taking the bump or two that he would once a month back in the day. And Flair could still do everything Flair could do. He just looks saggier. But he was still in better shape than half the guys, right? So, Goldberg has none of those things going for him whatsoever. A Goldberg-structured match is him running through people and being a physical specimen. Well, it doesn't help anybody right now that's on the up and up, him running through them, and he's definitely, to DP's point, not that physical specimen anymore. Right. And I think, you know,
3: the other points they try to make, I think, is that Drew McIntyre is one of the only people other than the undertaker i think it was to beat goldberg and lesnar in singles matches you know like you want to make that a big feat then then promote that feat you know like that's a big problem is they don't do some of that promotion that they could and let someone else do that talking other than goldberg because like you said he's not he's not the guy that's going to do that he's not the guy that's going to sell you that match
2: so i understand using goldberg at royal rumble at SummerSlam, at wrestlemania at survivor series for a number right but are we past that point now Maybe because if this match would have happened at TLC or next month at Elimination Chamber, we wouldn't really have cared. We would have said, oh, great job by Vince to use Goldberg at an off-pay-per-view to create a couple more views.
1: Yeah, no,
4: I mean, but Vince still has that, he's a super, like, he's almost like Andre the Giant again, where he's a main attraction where you want to watch him because he's this person.
2: Okay, but... To DP's point, he's not that person anymore because it is the attraction. It's not just a person. Andre the Giant will always be big, but Goldberg is not Goldberg anymore. Nope, he's just Bill. <laughs> Willie G. <It's> unfortunately,
4: <laughs> w- w- Willie G. Billiam. Oh
2: Lord. So, but, wait, wait, let, let, go ahead. Finish it. Go ahead. Finish this topic up, AJ. But
4: but going on with awkward. Did anyone else catch what Goldberg said before his awkward hug? his awkward line that he said before that, you pass the test.
2: What test? probably the same thing he said. It's probably the best part of his speaking skills the entire time is they wrestled and he felt he was still better and he said, you pass the test. That's probably the only good thing he did the entire time he's been on television since he came back before this. Uh, you have but- no respect. What do you mean? Did you not just watch the last four episodes of RAW where he fucking kissed everybody's ass? Did you not just see Hulk Hogan put him over before the show and tell him how much respect he has? Like this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Sometimes I don't fucking get it.
4: I, apparently, we did not pass the test.
2: Now, <laughs> uh. I didn't know I was. So, I didn't know I felt so passionately I, you, about. this. Yeah, here you're, you're, bringing, yeah, you're no. The one taco before the show has got me fired up, Jerry. Fired up.
3: <laughs> I mean, the rest of the show was great.
2: <laughs> I liked it. I, I liked the rest. Let me get of it. off. My, I, let me get off. Let me get off my tangent. Yeah. And uh, right fine. back to DP. <laughs> Men's Royal Rumble or Women's Royal Rumble. In your opinion, which one did you enjoy more, and which one do you think was better? Because those two things aren't always the same.
3: I think both went to the women's on this one for me. I, they were both really good, but I thoroughly enjoyed the women's matches. I thought the pacing was great. I thought it was like, man, they just brought they brought the house with star talent right off the bat, which was like, holy shit! Bailey right off the bat, I'm like, well, that was my pick, so she's probably out. And Bianca Belair at three and goes, you know, and goes the distance.
2: Naomi at two. Naomi Chris at Platt two. is like, what are they starting with all the awesome asses at once here?
3: <laughs> yeah, and Tony yeah, Tony Storm was shortly after that too. <laughs> it's like a
2: Badonka chunk of Yeah.
4: As as Chris Platt said on Twitter, uh this is the ass portion of the Royal Rumble.
3: Yeah.
2: There you go. There you go. There's your there's your real quote. Wait a, hashtag journalism. Go to prowrestlingtees.com com forward slash the chair shot and in honor of AJ Belaz... Doing some journalistic work there. Pick up the T-shirt. hashtag journalism.
3: <laughs> you know, we surprisingly got some NXT stars where we didn't really think we were going to get any. Obviously, more on the women's side. You know, which makes a little bit of sense because there's less of a roster there, so that made sense. But yeah, Billy yeah K, we speaking up. of
4: ass, we got Tony Storm, we got Tony, Tony Storm, Storm. We got Shotzi. Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley,
2: Dakota Kai. Um, and it looks like Rhea, Oh, and uh, Santana. Um, Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. Yep. Yeah. So, and it and looks Amber like Rhea's Moon, the one. Technically. And it, well, Ember Moon's up. She's NXT. Well, yeah, she's well, has Yeah, oh, technically. Yeah, exposed that way. Yeah, she's been up, but. So, but Rhea looks to be the one that stands. Yeah,
3: which I think we kind of mm-hmm. were. Predicting that would probably gonna happen if she shows up here. So, that's good. I think that's really good. That's definitely good for the women's division and, you know, Bianca was the odds-on favorite, it seemed, and they they actually did go with her, which was, I thought it was a little too soon, but it's fine. She's she's definitely on the up and up right now and has the, has the momentum, so it's not necessarily a big deal. You can still do whatever you want with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte or still have her in a title match if she wins an elimination chamber or whatever, so it's not necessarily a big deal there, but I just thought with that one it was really great, and As much as I dislike Billy Kay, much as I dislike Billy Kay, that whole bit was funny, and they should have kept it going. I thought, Uh, just like DeMarco said, they should have kept it going the whole the whole time. Like she should have went through thirty superstars trying to get them
2: and get beat up every single time. It would have been funny, I think. So you bringing that up, I want to say this out loud in hopes that it might come to fruition somewhere down the line. Is so there's a bunch of people that do chair shot radio right now and are involved with ChairShot Radio, and we're, we're always trying to make it better and better, so who knows where that list of people is going to go from. But said people were all in one Twitter DM, and we all had one fun-ass conversation during the Royal Rumble, and I had such a good great time. And the reason I bring this up to people listening is I'm hoping that if we continue to do this and we can find a way for you guys to watch this unfold as it happens, kind of see what we're talking about, uh, maybe we'll find something to do that, and maybe an easy solution is just to have these conversations right out in the open on Twitter. But we'll look to get to that shortly. But great point, TP. Great I like
3: point. It. I like it. Yeah, and the and the, I mean, the men's one was not that far behind either. It was really good. You know, the the early announcement of Edge and Randy Orton starting one and two was gave a, a hook for you to to really enjoy. It. I mean, it's already going to be good, you know, but right off the bat, you get to see them kind of continue that feud that they had, or you know whatever and i kind of expected something to happen where edge and randy orton both get taken out and then come back at the end of the show but only randy orton was the one that did that and edge by god that 48 year old went an hour in the rumble and he didn't take a breath i mean that's pretty fucking amazing like he oh no he took a breath i thought he did i
4: thought You know, I, mean, every- th- I mean, the Royal Rumble, if they don't well, focus on a feud, is a breath. <laughs> I
3: get it, but he was in the ring, and you know, when, when younger talent would come in, he'd stepped up and, and gave them a shot, a chance to kind of show off their shit, which is pretty awesome.
2: No more than anybody else who's in- been involved in the Royal Rumble match from the beginning to the near end or end. No more breaks than anybody else, but yeah, just so people know. He's not in there with in having a match with another guy or two other guys or in a tag team for forty-eight minutes, right? Like, as knowledgeable wrestling fans, we can see you can sit on the curtain, you can take your five minutes, you can take your two minutes. Yeah, it's not as bad as an Iron Man match, but at the same time, yes, kudos to Edge, fucking phenomenal point DP.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but seeing Carlito come back and finally, uh, we, know we wanted to see him last year. Holy that's, shit, that's, he looked good. I'm hoping he sticks he? around for a little while. Damian Priest it coming up like, is awesome. So.
2: Well, as far as, yes, Damian Priest coming up, great. We're going to get to that in a second. But as far, let me round off that Carlito note. Mm-hmm. The fact is, he was kept around for a post-Royal Rumble match. I'm not sure if they have an idea of what to use with him in the ring. But it looks as if, regardless of what happens there, and I'm hoping he gets some ring time, he's going to be a producer. He's going to stay with WWE. And I think that's a guy that could really help them, too. I'd love to see him in an MVP role where he has a faction. He, he wrestles when they need him to. Because the guy knows what he's doing in the ring. And you didn't even get to see the best part of Carlito at the Royal Rumble.
4: He's real. Right, right? Shinsuke had to steal that apple from him. Like, come <laughs> on! Can you imagine if he eliminated someone with the like with the apple spit?
3: I, you know, uh, I was waiting for it, and then uh, the Dillonator made a really good point with COVID that he probably can't spit into people's face, <laughs> which oh, really disappointing because cool. I, oh, I so wanted to see him because he didn't bring the apple on Raw, and I'm like, why? Where is it? I think that might be why.
2: You tell the Dillonator to take her logic and get the fuck out of wrestling with it. And you tell her those exact words because I know she knows I love her. so and you know she'll I will, too.
3: My... <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see him. Back. I would love that because, yeah, he's just as good on the mic as, as a guy like MVP would be. And he could easily run a faction and get in there and have him maybe, you know, just a quick match or two if you wanted to, because he still looked that good. And, you know, yeah, just really awesome to see him back. That was really cool.
4: Well, well, let's not forget another uh, massive return that happened in the Royal Rumble.
2: Hurricane and I don't Helms? mean
4: his, his, he was there last year or two years ago. Come on now.
2: I knew Hurricane Helps was coming back. T- I knew it. You did it. Yes, because I saw the fucking – oh, my God. I saw the social media post. I saw it. And I saw – he goes, new haircut. And it was, like, Sunday morning or Saturday night. And I'm like, he's fucking coming back. And I was going to, like, do the tweet thing, like, seeing the Rumble tomorrow, looking good, you know, and I didn't. <laughs> it's fired up this afternoon. Vanderjack. Son of a bitch. But come
4: on. Hold on. Not, not Hurricane Helms, but Christian. Yeah. Christian, <laughs> at last, he has returned. DP's
3: got it. Go ahead, DP. Play uh, for Christian. He deserves. Uh, uh, I don't know which one it is. Wait. no oh, it's this one.
2: Let me ask the question to you one, AJ Belaz, because it seems as if Christian is good to go. This is not a one-time thing. Not completely good to go, but, like, good to go enough to help the company and have a couple matches, it seems like. For Captain Charisma, the president of the Peeps, do you think we're looking at just one more match for the title? One more match for the title, because you know, no. you know, his boy's gonna have it. Why wouldn't you run that one time? Yeah, one more match for the title.
4: Nah, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. What I do think is gonna happen is maybe when if Edge, not when if Edge wins the championship that he declares, maybe he doesn't win. But he will be in a championship hunt. E and C for some tag team belts. That would reek of awesomeness.
2: Honestly, I love it because we're getting into the portion of talking about the Royal Rumble where we want to talk about what we want to see, right? And obviously, we all think it's going to be Roman and Edge, right? And I even put out a poll. Thanks for everybody that voted in it. Who do you want to see Edge face at WrestleMania? I even got Sin Bodie to respond, and he said, me. And I was like, I'll pay. I said, I'd pay for it, you know. So go back and listen to that interview on ChairShare Radio. But I put in Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and I put in other, just in case there was someone else that they would think, you know, we could change titles in between. Well, who Obviously, Roman Reigns won. Drew McIntyre came in second with 24%. Finn Balor tied with other with 7%. Roman Reigns was dominant with 62%. That's what the IWC is looking at right now. But, AJ, I think I said before, you know his boy's going to have it, but I'm not so sure Edge ever wins the world title again. But in losing at WrestleMania and maybe losing at Backlash, Christian tells Roman, you know what? I can beat you. And he gets the next match, and Roman keeps getting put over, and then they go into the tag situation. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's Markish. Uh, unknowing booking uh, booking by PC Tunney as we like to refer to it as uh, but that's that's kind of where I would love to see it go I mean great point bringing up Christian uh, that's probably one of the coolest things that ever happened him and Edge actually interacting in the ring again you guys never thought five years ago we'd have been like get the fuck out of here
3: <laughs> nine years ago what's
1: up with like that a... <laughs> yeah. but... what's up with that
3: so is yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> so does so rule Yeah
2: they do. We <laughs> should have never sent you that. <laughs> uh,
3: I think you know, I, I still I, got the belief that Edge is gonna win the title. I I'm kinda thinking he's not gonna go if he's gonna win it, he's not gonna go against Roman Reigns. I think if I think you guys are right though, if, if he if it's Edge and Reigns, which I think is the bigger money maker, I think Reigns wins it. And hangs on to it because it definitely puts him even more over. But I think Edge gets a shot, gets his title back that he never lost and holds it for a while. And finally, you know, gives it up to somebody and that helps put another guy over, you know, whoever it may be. But I think that gives a good opportunity for him to, to have a good run with the title for a little while and then give it up at SummerSlam or something.
4: See, I, I almost wanted to be a smartass saying he can't get the title that he never lost because he gave up the world heavyweight title. He can't get that back.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it
4: was big gold.
3: and he never had. Like, he, I know he was on NXT and said he never had the NXT title. He never had the Universal title either, right? So, yeah. is he going to hey, point that out know. on SmackDown here tonight? Because I assume he's going to be there.
4: Yeah, he, he kind of has to. I mean, after being at NXT this like this Wednesday, yeah, definitely SmackDown tonight, he's probably going to be like, You know, I did mention before that I never had the NXT title, but I also never had the Universal title. It came to be when I was gone. Now, maybe the ultimate opportunist gets his opportunity.
2: Another brilliant impression by the phenomenal one, hey, gentlemen.
4: From one from one Adam Joseph to another Adam Joseph, it's kind of
2: me, pop, <laughs> pop, gentlemen. Last thoughts: Royal Rumble um, for me. Love the show. Always love the show. To me, it's one of the favorite things you can watch because it's a condensed card still, right? Every other card, every other motherfucker's on there for no reason. Only reason there's a whole lot of people on this one. Because it's a good reason, it's a Pat Patterson reason, it's a Pat Patterson idea, it's the fucking Royal Rumble. WWE, please, please, stop overcrowding your pay-per-views. Make them special, and in turn, your stars will become more special.
4: Hell, I can't, I can't lead up to that. Can you, DP? Right? No. All right, Wonderful. screw it. Ne- right ne- next next, topic. <laughs> go to commercial.
3: Oh, I forgot to say just go to commercial. Why should
2: you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan.
4: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use your
0: head.
2: That's right, everybody. It is early February, and that means it's Super Bowl time. And it is the 55th season in which the NFL has been underneath the Super Bowl icon to finish their season. And Gentlemen, honestly, this could end up being one of the greatest Super Bowls ever if we have a good game. Because considering the future historic ramifications, Brady already is who Brady is. And Patrick Mahomes will be well on his way with the amount of time he has left to catch Brady's status if he can just win this game. Do you guys believe that this more than any other game that could happen in the future, is Patrick Mahomes' most important game of his career.
3: Wow. Uh, I would say no. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, any time you get to the Super Bowl, it's it's pretty special. I get it. He's, he's going against Tom Brady, and being able to take down Tom Brady is huge. And it all depends on the team that stays around him if he's going to be able to keep going to Super Bowls. I mean, you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers you know, who can continue to get close but can't because the rest of the team isn't that great. So Mahomes is already, like you said, well on his way to being one of the greatest of all time, and I'm sure will be. And however many times he makes it to the Super Bowl or close, is really going to depend on the rest of the team. But to have back-to-back Super Bowls is very rare to win back-to-back Super Bowls. There's only a few teams that have done that, so that would be huge to a legacy that Patrick Mahomes is already carving.
4: Is it the most important game? I'm going to say yes, actually. Because, I mean, I know you mentioned... One Packer quarterback, but if he wins this game, he, he's getting to Tom Brady levels, where you know, okay, he, the last quarterback to win back-to-back Super Bowls was the Patriots with Tom Brady, and they against the Eagles and the Panthers, oh four and 5 But if he loses this. He's, he's going to be a great quarterback. We already know he's going to be a great quarterback. He already is a great quarterback.
2: I guess the question, the better question is, if he loses this game, can he catch Tom Brady as the goal? Because not only will Brady have seven seven championships in total, six more than Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes may never, ever have the chance to beat him in a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes would basically have to win seven more Super Bowls after this season to be considered greater than Tom Brady if he lost in this Super Bowl. Yeah, because
4: the way I'm seeing it is he's going to be Tom Brady level if he wins, but if he loses, and hopefully he does go to more Super Bowls, because I do like Patrick Mahomes. If he does lose this, he's not in the Brady category. He's in the Favre category where, yeah, he's amazing. He looks good playing football. He can throw the damn thing that freaking far. He, he's fun outside of the field and everything so why can't he get another big one
2: it's great it's a great comparison considering the last person to win a Super Bowl and then go back to a Super Bowl and lose the Super Bowl is Brett Favre right but if Mahomes wins this game he's already the third greatest quarterback of all time in my opinion and he's only been in the league for how many years really like if he wins this game there's only two people you can argue that are greater quarterbacks than him two- the guy he just lost to and Joe Montana. that's it. Troy Aikman and his three Super Bowls do not put him ahead of Patrick Mahomes in my opinion. Terry Bradshaw does not go ahead of Patrick Mahomes in my opinion and God, every no, other Terry Bradshaw
4: had that defense.
2: <laughs> and every other quarterback you want to talk about only has two Super Bowl victories and their statistics, while maybe over a grander course of time are either slightly less comparable or not even fucking close. So do you think how no. how, how
3: many yes how maybe, many maybe. are you are you do you honestly believe or what's your opinions on Patrick Mahomes making it to more Super Bowls the or the Chiefs even making it to more Super Bowls or, or if he moves to a different team or whatever but i assume he's going to stick with the Chiefs for quite a while but you know that's well, He doesn't really have an option he's the, pretty much locked in for yeah. a
2: half a bill I mean, uh, the main thing yeah. for them, the main thing for the chiefs is this, it, it, it's, it's threefold. Make sure the offensive line is competent enough that Patrick Mahomes is not at risk of getting hurt during the year Two, Travis Kelsey three Tyreek Hill. As long as those three things are happening, you already see Clyde Edwards, Alaire is solid, but he ain't, he ain't that good. He ain't one of the top 20 running backs in the league. He ain't even fucking close. It's not even close. They do not have a running game. They haven't had a running game since. They just have a rotisserie of backs. That's it. That's
1: all
2: they had. Yeah. They haven't had a dominant back since Kareem Hunt. Now, Damian Williams is very solid, but not a star. But Travis Kelsey is the man that makes the world go round there after Patrick Mahomes because he draws all the coverage. He can block. No matter where he is, he's the ultimate decoy. And then you throw in a guy like Tyreek Hill who runs a four fucking two. Get the hell out of town.
4: Yeah. Although I really do want to see that foot race between him and Scotty Miller. I don't, uh, well, I don't know if you guys saw that on social media or not.
2: There's a possibility that that could happen because for charity, Adam Schefter and Tyreek Hill will be having a race after the season. Adam Schefter gets to start at the 50 and Tyreek starts at the goal line and they're going to see who can win that race. And then they're all going to donate <laughs> a bunch of money to charity. So we'll see if we could also get the Scotty Miller, Tyreek Hill as well. Uh, they should do more stuff like that. Look at the success that Tiger and Phil have had pulling in people from other genres and doing the golf thing. I mean, would you guys not tune in to see like a, a home run derby between um, non baseball stars or a basketball game three on three between football and baseball players, et cetera, et cetera. I think crossing over like that is really cool.
3: Yeah. It is, and it's something they're they're definitely lacking on and you know, in this I know they tried to do some. They're trying to do some stuff or whatever with you know with COVID happening, like they did the horse thing with the basketball players and all that. But you know, some of it may be the risk of injuries. But you know, like like when they when they stupidly had that uh, football game on the sand on the beach and that was brilliant. And you know, like you guys got to be safe about things.
2: Who was it? It was a uh, a New England Patriots running back. New England Patriots running back. Who was that? I wasn't. He was.
4: When was it again?
2: Well, they had a so they had a they had a flag or a touch football was, game in the sand at the Pro Bowl.
3: Yeah.
2: And one of the running backs blew out his knee after having a career year. And uh, he was done after that. I'm pretty sure it was a New England running back. I can't exactly remember his name. But yeah. while DP looks that up, let's go back around the horn. Final thoughts here, Super Bowl. First, I want you to give me the team that's going to win. You want you to give me the what the score is going to be. And then I want you to tell me why the score is going to be that way because the game went said because of offense or defense on each side. AJ, you got rooting interest. I wonder why,
4: why I have rooting interest. Um, hmm. I don't know if you guys uh, have watched anything from uh, bleacher report, their Gridiron Heights little cartoon that they do for the players. They did a parody of pirates of the Caribbean where, uh, Brady is oh, what the hell is his name? The guy from the Sparrow. the bad guy from the first movie. Patrick Mahomes is Jack Sparrow.
2: Oh, the bad guy! Oh, the prince or whatever the the hoity-toity guy.
4: Oh, I can't remember.
2: Now uh, we get it. Keep going. But DP, look that up too. You son of a. What, bitch. Are, you, what are you looking up? <laughs> I missed do something I missed over it. there. Who's the who is the bad guy in the first Pirates?
3: <laughs> the actor or the, the, the name of the
4: the
2: the, the guy the, who who was a
4: ghost because he was cursed
3: yeah 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 Oh.
4: but Jesus. um but they did all that I'm in pretty my sure pick
3: Jesus.
4: no it wasn't Barbosa, my pick obviously Barbosa? Yep. Barbosa.
3: Captain Barbosa. Right.
4: that was yeah that sounds about right
3: yeah
2: no, that's but right. uh as <laughs> not, not related to Joey Bosa that's or like Nick
3: Jeffrey Rush yeah but that's cool yeah <laughs> But, uh, obviously yeah. Yeah. Maybe they pick... shorted
2: up down the line Maybe the bosses are related to Captain Barbosa We already know who the fuck you're gonna pick There's no suspense here, don't give me that look
4: <laughs> Oh
2: yeah, let's go cheat. No, I'm kidding
4: <laughs> We already know Bucks for me It's gonna be a good game It's not gonna be like The, uh, the Rams-Chiefs it's Supposed to be Mexico game But it wasn't I'm gonna go Bucks beat the Chiefs
2: Forty-two to thirty-eight. Daniel P. Phelan. Oh my! Ooh. Ooh. easy now. Want, everybody knows. Everybody knows those, those first and last one, but I didn't want to give the whole middle away.
3: <laughs> uh, I gotta pick this game. Um. Well, uh, you know, That's I. Cool. I, I i am going to enjoy some good snacks during this game we're making some making some uh cheese dip and some salsa dip and some a pot of chili going on right now actually and can we do dial a shot halftime we can dial a shot i'm down
2: right. we'll dial a shot facetime halftime me you satch and the general all right <laughs> and i think it's going
3: to be a really good game definitely um I like the goat. I I do. I I think Tampa Bay is just gonna figure out a way to do this thing. They got the experience with. Oh, well, like I say, they got the experience. Kansas City just won. It. It's hard to win two in a row, and so I I just I think Tampa Bay is gonna come out with a get better game plan to slow down Mahomes and and win this thing. So I'm gonna say let's go twenty-seven twenty bucks.
2: Wow. Wow, Well, You know, I'm not surprised. There's been some really big money on Tampa Bay. I believe there's been a 2.3 and a $3.4 million bets on the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, I mean, the guy is basically playing a home game. He wins Super Bowls left and right. They have such a solid defense. I mean, if they can continue to rush four people and get pressure on Mahomes... It's going to make it awful difficult for this Kansas City team to get going. And you have to give Tampa Bay the advantage in the run game, right? All that being said, it comes down to two words. It really, really does. And it's the bottom line. And they're not even verbs or nouns or adjectives or synony- You know, whatever kind of part of the speech you want to say, they're actually, they're, they're pronouns. They're proper names. It's Patrick and Mahomes. That's the end of the fucking story, folks. Kansas City, 45-24. Suck on that, Tampa Bay. I'm still pissed. Y'all can go fuck yourself. We're the real Bay. Watch out next year. We're going to kick your fucking ass. I feel better. Okay. Right. Right. I feel better. Well, I've been holding that for a while. <laughs> Don't hold it against me. I've been holding it in. Well, uh, just
3: to to close out the discussion earlier, drafted by the New England Patriots in the first round in the 1998 draft, rushed for 1,115 yards in his rookie his season before blowing out his yeah. knee at the rookie flag football game in I Hawaii. I can't, I can't remember his name. Barely escaped the injury without having his leg amputated below the knee. Yeah. Oh, what, the, wow. what college did he go to? What college did he go to? That's a good question. Uh, You know, where is it? He went to Georgia. 18th
2: pick. I can't, remember his name. I can't remember his name. What's his first name? Robert.
4: Oh, I know who it is.
2: Go ahead. Robert Edwards. Robert Edwards. Damn it. I couldn't remember. That dude was going to be really good. Yeah, that dude was really good. All right. I'm going to wrap it up like this since I was so salty and uh, finally got that out. Because I've been pretty good about it for two weeks. Uh, In all honesty, I do think Kansas City is going to win, and by that score. And I just think the offense is too much to handle. I think they're going to get pressure up the middle. On the other hand, AJ, for you and your brother, I hope you guys have a fucking phenomenal time together. Honestly, like this is one of the coolest things that you can do is is be in the Super Bowl and be that big of a fan. So I hope you guys have a blast, and for you guys' sake, I hope they win. I really don't care who wins the game, to be honest with you. I just hope it's a good game and that you guys have a good time. So congrats and enjoy it on Sunday. Eh, If we remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, last time the Packers won the Super Bowl, a bunch of my friends were stupid idiots, and they went out and made snow angels in the fucking snow afterwards, and they all got sick the next week. So I was enjoying sunny weather in South Texas while that Super Bowl was going on. And I didn't go to that party because I needed to watch that one. At home. (laughs) All right, folks, let's take another brief break. We'll be right back with what I would say is the best part of our show.
4: Right. Well, hmm. It looks like Tunny has to grab another beer because it's I, phenomenal funky facts.
2: I wasn't going to, but there's, there's like, there's none left. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like tradition that Tunny oh. has to go get another beer. <laughs> uh, well, I know that it was mentioned before, you know, quarantine and all that happened in March last year. Let's also not forget something else that happened last year because time flies like that in march. I made my debut.
3: Hey. Look at that.
4: So with that, we got the we got the old book of trivia. Let's see if you guys can remember some of uh trivia's past. Oh boy.
2: Hold because... on. Now. Before we start this, I got to throw another idea out here because otherwise if I don't say them, I forget about them. That's fair. Considering that the time we record now, I think we need to grab one of the best new editions from Chairshot Radio Network and see if he's available on a Friday to come on DWI Podcast. I'll reach out to him social media-wise and privately. But if he's listening, maybe he'll hear it and respond to me. But Mags, Mr. Podfather himself, we want to get you on the DWI Podcast because I'm going to kick your ass in some trivia. Go ahead, AJ. Which is Fight
4: weird because didn't... Didn't DP win last week well, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, 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 uh. against Greg
4: and Greg and and freaking big Dave? Yeah.
2: Now you see why it's Patrick Mahomes biggest game of his career. Huh? <laughs> you can beat people at that level. It's huge.
4: That's right. All it's right. Some, it's memorable. So, like I said, there's three questions from the past trivia.
2: I got a, I got a problem. You got a paper? So I so I usually I write I write the show down here and then I go to the I never use the back pages. So then I go and turn it over, but Uh-oh. this is this is the this is the eighth edition of the big show sheet. Wow. Just started in February. So
3: you're gonna be onto the ninth wonder of the world? No, this is I the eighth. Know? So that's I just the started the eighth. Oh
2: you just started, started the eighth, eighth. Just gotcha. Started, just started the eighth big show uh, sheet. So and that's like eighty sheets college rule, not using the backside. But probably about four or five shows a sheet, so that's a lot of shows. That's a lot of sheets. Sorry, I didn't mean to take over trivia. Yeah. I'm very talkative <laughs> today. I don't know what the deal is.
4: Jeez, go ahead. Ah, you're good. So, I mean, if you want to be so talkative, why don't you pick one, two, or three of those doors there, PCT?
2: One, 2 two, five. Don't mind if I do, Blink Dale. I'll take two. <laughs> oh, I got to get ready.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, door number two. You don't have anybody else. You're rehired. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Door number
4: two. So this is gonna be, uh, you know, there's gonna be a bonus at the end of it if you. Throw well, a freaking bonus it, here. There, there's still gonna be a bonus no matter what. But let's oh, see if you can get the initial question right. Who won the first King of the Ring in
2: 1985?
3: Nah, shit, I should know this.
2: Ah, oh, son of a bitch, D.P., I was about to say, you got it. That's for sure. Oh, oh. Good luck. Come on, it's easy. It is? Think about last call. <laughs> that's uh,
3: unless
4: I'm wrong. Unless I'm wrong. Because I think I know who you're going to go with, but... You wrong? If, if that's who you think it is...
2: He wasn't That's... the first one?
4: I well, don't see the answers.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, well,
4: it wasn't Harley Race. Wait, wait, then I'm going to delete. Hold <laughs> on. Let me
3: re- hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Dan, Dan, no. No, no. what it is, right or wrong, it don't come. <laughs> Heart, no. <laughs> Damn.
3: That's an Harley Race.
4: <laughs> Before we had Dwayne Johnson, we had the original rock, Don Morocco. Damn it! He the first king of the ring. That's, that's right. right. God. All right. So, like I said, there's there's a there's a second part to the question.
2: Russian cigarette ring. Who did he beat to become oh. king of oh. the ring? Oh, I thought you were talking about um. How he, never mind. No, that's
3: um, the other one. That's the guy he beat.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the guy he beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I got my guys mixed up.
3: I think so. Mm, you did. Yeah. You got it right though. I think. That's what I'm picking.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. I do have a mixed oh, up. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna guess then. All right. Is that who you're guessing? Yeah.
4: The man he beat. Uh Tani says Dino Bravo. So does D P. Sadly no. Damn it.
2: Oh, uh, but I was right about him being the Russian cigarette guy. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Dino so that's Bravo. A point. That's a point for me then. That's
1: a point for <laughs> uh no, because that was part <laughs> trivia.
4: Damn, oh right. no. <laughs> Don Rocker defeated Iron Sheik. Sheiky yeah, sheiky baby. Baby, baby. Ah, oh,
2: man. You know what? Fuck you in the trivia, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> R- trivia right in the ass. Well, wh- well, wh- wh-
4: what do you think about? Wh- wh- what do you think about that? W- what? What is it? TBS, and I don't mean the uh the the channel.
2: It's the total bullshit.
4: Ah, yes, <laughs> the total bullshit. All right, DP, one or three? Give me
3: three,
4: three. All right, door Lucky number party. three. So, Ric Flair and the Andersons formed the Horsemen in the '80s, and they carried on, of course, into the mid '90s.
2: Becky, Sasha, and Bailey. Uh,
4: no, man. not the Horsemen. Oh, fuck. it's not a Horsewomen. Come- no.
2: Clydesdales. Uh, they've
4: they've usually been heels. So who did they add to the stable the first time they were ever faces? Back in about the late eighties, early nineties. Oh boy,
3: do you know this? Because I don't.
4: Yeah, WCW. Yeah. First time they were loved by the fans. I have a solid guess. Eight, two, so the first time that the Horsemen were faces, their fourth member was ah uh. again. Both wrong. Damn
3: it. Damn it. I was going to guess Mongo. Mon-
4: I... yeah. No, no, no. He was Mongo. later, though.
3: I think he was later.
4: I... Yeah, he, he was in like 97. Damn, this sucks. This is no. no, 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 no. The man who was the first face to make the horseman faces. Sting. Stinger. Fucking <laughs> Fuckin A. Come
3: on. Everyone forget uh, uh, Sting
4: was part of the Horseman?
3: Whatever, guy. Nice. All right. question
4: Last question. <laughs> Hopefully we get a damn answer.
3: Oh, we got answers. Crap say- yeah, crap, say that. I think. Hopefully we <laughs> get a
4: correct answer. Yeah.
2: Cock sandwich I guys- <laughs> sucks. Oh, I-, I want you guys to appreciate my other game show host parody. Yeah, crap, crap, say that.
4: Crap say that in
2: Vanna White. Yeah. Yeah. So there's
4: going to be a two-pointer. Again. No,
2: crap say that in Vagina Night.
4: Oh. Hey. There's, a, there's a
3: podcast. There's a the title. <laughs> yeah, right there.
4: All right. So throughout the 45-year history of
2: I, the United I, States... I'm No, I'm stopping here. Hold on, hold on. DP, if you put DWI podcast number 261... Crap Say That, and Vagina White, it will be one of our highest rated episodes ever, and I will take all the grief for you making that the title.
1: <laughs>
2: that's written down. See, <laughs> if
4: we can get that but not Shoot Baby Fake Table,
2: I can totally that's, that's total BS. I can totally though, see why Crap Say That and Vagina White is not as bad as Shoot Baby, comma Fake Table. <laughs> I get it.
3: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, throughout those. the
4: 45 year history of the United States Championship, and that's including NWA, WCW, all of that fun jazz, who has held it the most? And the second part of it is how many reigns has that person had the United States Championship? Damn it. Questions did involve that
2: person,
3: too. Huh. I think a number is the only thing we're gonna be. No. Not. Okay. I don't know a U.S. title history. <clears throat> watch WCW. U- U- oh, shit. Mm, damn it. Oh, oh this has gotta be.
4: All right, let's see the answers.
3: A days, and, or
2: what are we talking about? No, the number of rains, right? Number the, of the, rains?
4: High, the most amount of rains.
2: Okay. Oh, jeez,
4: I don't know. Fucking.
2: So you can get two points here. One's yeah. for the person, one's for the reigns, right? Correct.
3: Right, I, got none. I got none. It's all right.
4: Guerrero with
0: eight. Oh, I don't
3: know. It's freaking WCW
4: shit, man. It's Old eight. Honey said eight. Yeah it's not eight it's six because rick flair is the 6 time united yeah. states champion
2: i think booker's five booker and luger are five thank you mm. very much uh, mm. winner winner PC mm. don't come over for dinner because i don't like a fucking guest okay just listen to the goddamn podcast
3: just eat your tacos
0: oh we love the tacos <laughs>
3: Taco Flavor Kisses for my band. (laughs) (laughs) Taco (laughs) Flavor (laughs) Kisses. Taco Taco.
2: We're out of here. (laughs)
0: This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Last call. Alcohol. What do you mean it's let's go?
2: Oh, for goodness' sakes! If you don't have it down after the first 260 episodes, what do I mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing. We're going to talk about, and today, we're going to have a little conversation about the companies that are working together, because Nick Aldis made some very interesting comments in my opinion, and I quote, there's clearly interest that because it gets brought up a lot. I can't speak for them, but if they're listening to the audience, then you would imagine it's on their radar. My own personal thought on it is more I'm interested in continuing to build the NWA, I'm very confident in the value of my world title. I don't need to put it up against other belts to argue its validity. I have Dory Funk Jr., Harley Race, Jack Briscoe, the aforementioned Ric Flair, Terry Funk, Dusty Rhodes, Bibbit to make their argument for me. The history for this title dates back to 1905. You can't buy that or fabricate it. I don't need Wrestling Twitter to validate the value of the real world's champion
3: beautiful i mean isn't that what rick flair did in in the early 90s when he came to wwf and was the real world's champion you know that was that was the belt there and this is what all this is doing now you know th- that belt has a ton of history and what why would you not promote that why would you not bring that stuff up that's what wwe does that's what they, they do that all the time obviously they Go back and look at all the people that have held this title and all that. So, goddamn right. You should do that. I don't care, like, if they're not WWE. It's still the NWA Heavyweight Championship. And it has legacy and it has a ton of history. And you should be selling that. What, what, what? Like, <laughs> that's what your champion should be doing, right? That's what you, you should be doing is promoting your company, AJ. I, I just, I love the fact that he's doing that.
4: I mean, I am too. Uh, I'll being be the, the first one to say. Being the
3: NWA fan that show. The are, NWA
4: so. guy, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hell, we were talking about the Royal Rumble. I reviewed that. We're talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What the hell is this? The AJ podcast suddenly for today? That's... And now the NWA world champion?
3: You have taken I mean, over the show, my friend.
4: I guess I have. It finally took a year, but we did it. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> <kill> AJ! <laughs> we did it! We did it. But, I mean, I've always, I have not been a fan of the AEW working thing. I especially hate the Impact crap that it, that AEW does. But with the NWA, yeah, you have to focus on the world's championship. You don't need to be like, oh, well, with Don Callis all the time on Impact, oh, well, uh, we have the real world's champion right here uh in Kenny Omega with the AEW World Championship the most prestigious prize and in... shut the fuck up the belt has been around for a year it's not the most prestigious this belt has been around for a century a century plus this is more special than the freaking AEW world title than hell even the WWE title I'll even say that and the IWGP heavyweight title because this has been here. This has been the staple for, hey, we're professional wrestlers. This is what we want to go for. And Callaus I mean, not even
3: why... promoting the AW AEW title on Impact as the as the prestigious title
4: when it's not even your title. Yeah. Like... And and saying that like the Impact World Championship is like a tinker toy to Kenny I don't care. <laughs> like seriously. I don't like the merger. I agree with all this one hundred and ten percent where it's focus on your own thing like yeah, helping each other out's fine, it's going back to the territories where you might see like an appearance or whatnot. but if you don't focus on your own thing, it's just gonna become the the food to the big fish like this is literally like being a minnow and you're going on and on and. Just you're gonna get eaten by the shark sooner or later.
2: I love everything he said, and I think it's more kayfabe than anything because where NWA is right now, they could totally benefit from being in Impact's position over Impact with AEW. Like if Impact would have came, if if if, if they would have been going hard like Impact was, and AEW would have come to them, they would have totally taken it. But since they're not in that position, this is the perfect stance for all this to take. And he's the only person in the world that can take this stance in America, at least up against the competition he's against, because he has that behind him. So I like what he did, because being the circumstances that they are, we're talking about NWA right now because of what he said. If he didn't say that and just gave a stock answer, we wouldn't be talking about NWA right now we would have probably picked the last call that was not even wrestling related, right? So why not go out there and say something that people are going to talk about and let them co- figure out how much of a percentage-wise it is kayfabe or not? Because it all makes sense, like you guys said.
3: Uh, you know, right on the heels of them releasing Retromania, the video game starring Nick Aldis. So look at that.
2: There you go. NWA game. Why don't they try and license some major former NWA stars in a video game and see how that takes off and promotes their lineage, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you could grab some people from the NWA that people actually know and the nerds that are into it, they're going to buy that video game. You know what I mean? You're going to start getting some traction there. So there's different avenues to promote your lineage as well.
4: Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, like, especially, I mean, I know for a fact we've all probably bought about, like, at least 5 wrestling video games in our lifetime
2: yeah plus or minus one okay i will i will never forget the day that dp pulled up into my driveway (laughs) and rings my doorbell and i come out the door and i'm like this is high school and i'm like hey what's going on he goes i just bought the new raw video game i'm like awesome did you bring it let's go play it he goes no i bought two here's yours i'm going home to play mine he went out (laughs) Bought two of them. He bought one for me too, and he goes, "Just pay me back when you can." He literally did that. That's like one of the coolest things anybody ever did for somebody, and I'll never forget that to this day. I'm
1: so touched.
2: I was going to see you okay there. do <laughs> that, it just came up to. It, it was in tune with what we were talking about, but that's something that literally happened. That's the kind of guy DP is. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's so how much we love our wrestling, and we love our wrestling video games. So.
2: And if the total of the amount of money that I owed him over $100 at the time, and it was only a $40 video game, he was probably like, you know what? He already owes me anyway. Just fucking add it to the tab. Here, here, it'll be $900 now.
3: (laughs) It'll even out at some point. (laughs) We always knew that.
4: (laughs) It did. But, like... AJ doesn't know how to carry on. (laughs) No, 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 no. I didn't want to finished, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I still had a thought. But
2: that's what she said. What I had a thought. <laughs> no, I didn't want to finish, but I had a thought.
4: <laughs>
3: Phone rang and it startled me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the cat meowed too loud. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we we'd all like to see that, you know, NWA actually coming out with their own video game. Like, oh yeah, you can bring the past and the present together, where you know you can have Nick Aldis versus. Ric Flair, you can have Nick Aldis versus Harley Race, Harley Race versus like, the possibilities are endless Like you can probably do all of that, and people wouldn't hate it, but again, NWA they should start building their own stuff because if it continues, the NWA is just gonna turn into oh god, they already are working with a TNT promotion right now, oh no, they're gonna turn into WCW again
2: I'm surprised that <clears throat> aew did not try to purchase NWA and take that title and that lineage and bring that back and give themselves more validity that's that's just my opinion I don't think it would have taken that much and then it would have been given to Cody Rhodes again because yeah. of <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying all right folks we've had a great time today I think we're gonna wrap this up. AJ, why don't you let everybody know what's going on with you on the social media? And, uh, you know, you're the NWA guy. You're the WWE guy now, too, as well. Yeah,
4: apparently. I mean, first off, on Twitter, you can find me at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. And, like Tony said, I'm slowly turning into the WWE pay-per-view guy because I did the Royal Rumble review. It's on the chairshot.com.
2: It only makes sense you are on the premier... Strictly mostly WWE podcast on the, the chairshot.com. So, so we are. I know for I know, a know for a fact. WWE podcast. I know for
4: a fact because I know Greg messaged you and Andrew.
2: I think. And oh, yeah. Greg- I, and I sent. Yeah, he was doing the okay. So there's multiple streams of messaging going on here within the inner workings of the network on the chairshot and. One of them is between myself, Greg, and Andrew, who Greg pretty much, well, not pretty much. Greg is the publisher and president and tribal chief of thechairshot.com. But I think a very good way of putting the underlying people is Andrew basically is second on the writing side, and I'm the second on the podcasting side for the most part. And I think everybody would pretty much agree with that. So we have a little thread where we make sure the scheduling's good and everything's going on. And Greg asked the question before the Rumble, hey, I am also going to do a review, you know, for extra stuff. I'm watching it. I got the time. And that's great. Who's reviewing and when is it going up? Just figuring out logistics. Whether it's he wanted to know whether Andrew or AJ were doing the Rumble review. And I immediately replied, dot, dot, dot. It's WWE. That's it. That's all I wrote. That pretty much means Andrew's not doing it. Yeah. Long story. So,
4: Tunney <laughs> went dot dot dot. It's WWE, and Andrew went. Adam's already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, ah, well, shit, I got roped into it again. Oh no, God, I don't want to do WrestleMania. I mean, I go check it out. I think I did a pretty decent job with you the Royal very, Rumble. You do a very good job.
2: I enjoy reading your review. I I don't le- I don't read everything on the Chairshot.com, but when I do. I read the phenomenal AJ Bellas.
4: Because even Andrew said, "Wait, you actually put the entry numbers and everything." What the? F- okay, you went above and beyond. Okay, <laughs> and then four thousand words later,
2: <laughs> good for the you. Royal-
4: man. The chairshot.com Dot com, my review on the Royal Rumble, and my hand was still cramping afterwards. <laughs>
2: Our rising star, the the, the the up-and-coming A.J. Belaz, who is just a star in the making. DP, what's going on with you? I know everybody can check out A Winner Is You this week. That's right.
3: Uh, as we record dropping today, we're, we're, we're throwing chicken bombs on episode 23 of A Winner Is You. So you're going to have to tune in to understand what uh, throwing chickens and bombs are all about. My kind but of chicken it's, bomb? It's not your chicken bomb. It's, it's not that kind of chicken bomb. <laughs>
1: It's that kind of no. chicken,
3: not that kind of bomb. <laughs> so make sure you go check that out. Episode twenty-three is out there now. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at a winner is you. The letter U, a winner is you. And if you just want to follow me, I'm at it's me DPP all over the worldwide social media interwebs.
2: Excellent. My name is PC Tunny. You know you can always find me at PC Tunny. The more interaction, the better, folks. Let's talk about wrestling. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the TheChairShot. Thank you to everybody that's listening to The Chair Shot Radio Network. We really, really do appreciate it. we got so much more coming for you. We're getting this down, this daily thing down. We're getting the schedule down. We're putting everybody in their places. And there's so much more creative content that we have in the back of our heads for you. So stick around. We're just hitting the tip of the iceberg. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head 261 episodes guys
3: man it only feels like it's been 258